everybody to Locked On, the Rainbow Six ESL wrap episode number two. We are live and I am Wilco and tonight with me is, I'm going to go straight to Doc because we didn't get him last week. Snowstorms came in, dropped a million litres of snow on his head. That's not an actual measurement. I'm sorry about that. How are you going, mate? Yeah, pretty good. That's close to an actual measurement. I think it was about that. So yeah, doing well. Good to, good to <laughs> yeah, finally we, be here. That's it. He has moved locations just so he can be on the podcast tonight. So thank you very much for that. Getting away from negative 50 degree temperatures is always good anyway. So uh, how cold is it? was it in Michigan last week when we tried to record? Uh, it was minus 24 centigrade and now I think it's about 10 degrees. So we had our polar vortex and then it fucked off. So, yep. Oh, that's good. That's great. I'm glad to actually get you on first. For the first time, this is great to see. Uh, with me as well is the beautiful Butters, as always, mate. How are you going? Yeah, not too bad. Not too bad. Yeah. It's been too long, mate. It's been like a week since I've talked to you. And it has anything. been. It has been uh, a week. For those, for those who don't know, I've been away for a week, so we're back. We're ready to go because we've got some lots of content coming to you for the next six, seven, eight weeks, probably for the rest of the year, probably. But um, as far as Rainbow Six goes, there's been a lot of stuff happening in the esports world in the last week. Probably not as much as the week before, but still enough for us to be bogged down trying to cover it all for you. So, like I said, this last week, this episode, oh, this podcast is a spin off of the Locked On Tom Clancy podcast, and we're here to cover all the esports news in Rainbow Six across the globe. We're going to concentrate, though, on ANZ, but Doc is here to help with the international stuff as well. So, we will be here weekly uh, from now on on a Monday night. Uh, episodes go for probably between 10 to 30 minutes to 40 minutes, depending on how many matches are going on, because we are in mid-season break at the moment, which is exciting in itself because there's something special happening in mid-season break, but we will get to that very soon. So we will start with APAC and narrow it down to ANZ. We had three matches this week across six maps. Uh, we started on Wednesday night. Josh, how much of this very, very vital Wednesday night match did you catch between August and Oddity, the top second and third on the table? Uh, I actually watched the whole thing, not on Wednesday night, but uh, no Thursday during the day I watched the catch-up. Um, but yeah, I watched the whole thing and it was... Not what we expected? Pre- not what we expected, but it was pretty hectic, to be honest. It was. Now, I must admit, Orglis looked very good on uh, Wednesday night. Oddity, however, looked like a completely different team to what had turned up for the rest of the season so far. Uh, currently under, undefeated going into the match. Uh, came out of the gates and lost 7-1. was over before it even started. Um, yes. the one match, they, one win they picked up was, was midway through and never really looked like getting back into it. Uh, so the match, like I said, over before it began, only got eight kills for Ethan uh, for August uh, compared to God Legion got seven as well. So it's pretty even the stats-wise, except for the fact that, well, the bottom half of Oddity <laughs> well, just didn't do anything, unfortunately. So, uh, yeah, we're looking at, you know, two kills, two kills, one kills uh, to eight deaths. Uh, so not very good KD for, for those guys, where most of uh, August ended up in the positive for the KD. So... It wasn't what we expected at all. No, so, no, it was. Uh, yeah, it was. It was a bit painful watching it, but when yeah, when I saw Oddity pick up that win, I was just like, uh, yeah. So I, I got a bit excited. Yeah, maybe they're coming like, back, but then um, no, 
no, they didn't come back, and they just uh, okay. they couldn't pull it through. Yeah, that, it was surprising. I thought, okay, at least we always see sort of two different oddities. Oddity comes out out of the gates in the first one, um, really good, and then sort of gets halfway through the second one and sort of falls away. I thought we might see them come back in that second second match, but unfortunately, when August uh, and Oddity went to border, uh, it ended up being seven four. So it was yeah, a so... clean sweep for August on the night, and mm. they sort of they pushed him a little bit in the middle, like that was a mini comeback in there. But yeah. August just looked all over him from the start to finish, to be honest. So it was yeah, Emo, Joey, and Silex just didn't seem to be their night. No. To be honest, um, Derpe was not doing... Uh, he was doing reasonably well. Uh, sorry, I'm looking at the wrong guys. You are. Um, I was saying, Emo did pretty well, I thought. But, yeah, um, Emo did, did pretty good. Uh, sorry, my <laughs> bad. Uh, I was looking at the wrong team on the second match, yeah. which it wasn't their, their game but, at all. But just um, have a look at these stats for a sec. For a team that lost 7-4, God mm. and Todd, between them, got 25 kills. So yeah, God with pretty... 15 and 10 to Todd... And the highest was Ethan and Derpe was got twenty five between them and the top as well. So yeah, yeah, thirteen and twelve. Um, was, um yeah, it's in- interesting to see how well they did, considering yeah they they didn't come out on top. Like yeah, there's been a bit of that actually this season. Just there's been a yeah. quite a few games where teams you think are gonna take take it all and then just end up completely tanking for one reason or another. It's been it's been a weird season actually. It has been. Yeah. So this is like you can probably go into the fact that maybe it's rolling into mid season break and other things on their mind. We did see them go out of summer series. This is oddity. Uh, but we also have seen August picking sort of picking up from where they, they dropped off after leaving Athletic Athletico or Athletico leaving them. Um mm. they sort of seem to have got their groove back after losing in the the invitational qualifiers. Uh and and then not a very slow start to the season. So, look, yeah, they're, they're definitely hitting their form, and we saw on the weekend where we get to the summer series in a, in a sec, and um, they are really starting to hit their form. But honestly, yeah. they've just hit the break, so it might be a little little bit of bad timing on their behalf, but we'll, we'll have a look at and see how that goes. Yes. Uh, uh, did uh, you catch much of this, Doc? Did you catch up on much of the other No, games? not as much. The, uh, the VODs aren't coming as quick, and the uh, Australian games are not airing at a time that I'm otherwise awake. So uh, yeah. I've, I've picked up a little bit, some highlights. But, uh, yeah, there's not – I'd love to see something more like a highlight reel. Uh, I think we were, we were talking about that earlier. but We were. If, if so. we had the time, we would 100% put it together. And, look, we may, may look at that later at the back end of the season, but we'll, we'll see how we go. Yeah. Um, now, so anything else to, to bring on the August Oddity match, which saw August become number one on the table, uh, even though they've got one game extra on, on Fnatic? Butters? No, no. Sorry. Um, yeah, no. Uh, nothing really more to add, add to that. Um, it'll be interesting to see what happens once Fnatic come back from uh, their little little tiny event that they've got happening. We're, we're not actually weeks. going to be previewing the matches. Don't uh, for pro league don't return till the thirteenth of March. We're not actually going to be previewing them. But lock yourself in because the first game back is Fnatic versus Oddity with Oddity with something to prove, uh, sitting third on the table versus the now second Fnatic getting something to, to prove, and maybe some form coming out of Invitational. It will be a cracker, and I yeah. will not miss that game. No, um, the, the thing is as well, Oddity is only one point ahead, so 
they are like it's, it's, as it's long close. as Fnatic don't lose, you know. Yeah, no, like, like I said, they've got a game in hand, Fnatic. So technically they're first, but at, the, at this stage, at the mid-season break, because they missed that game because they've had to be in boot camp, they're um technically behind on the on the table. So yeah, like I said, August on top with an ax- asterisk. Um, but then we went into the very very interesting Thursday night matches as we previewed uh, a few teams with a lot to prove and a lot to avoid as far as relegation goes. So we moved on to Dark Sided yes. versus Mind Freak. Now, butters, what happened here, mate? Dark Sided came out and Mind Freak came out and they had a really 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 good game six all. Yeah, it was on. it was basically a back and forth. Uh, mm-hmm. It sort of it got got five five, and it's like okay, I, I'm pretty sure I can see what's going to happen here, um, it, just because looking... they've been trading the entire way through the game. So it's like oh, okay, they're they're probably going to get a draw. Maybe one of them will will come out on top in the next game, uh, but only just there'll be a fight there. But yep, yeah, it's, no, so it's... six all and. Looking at this, so I missed this match, unfortunately, but looking at the stats quickly, so this was on border. Uh, Warden basically held Mind Freak, uh, kept Mind Freak in the game. By Warden, with 12. Yeah, Warden had an amazing game and it was just, he was just everywhere. Like one of the guys from Dark Side would just turn around and say, hi, I'm Warden, you're dead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so look, it, it looks like from, from the stats anyway that Crescent and Kings and Wings all all put in a good effort, but not quite got the kills that they needed. Mm. Um, Crescent's a weird one. He's got five five kills, seven wins, but his actual uh, ratio there, his rating is actually fairly high because he did get a good clutch in there and, and a, a planning of the bomb by the look of it as well. So yeah. um, it's very interesting watch, looking at these sections on Siege.gg. But overall, pretty close game. Um we're expecting the second map. This is going to be really good. Both teams, well, basically, Dark Side are playing for the uh, top four spot, and Mind Freak staying out of the relegation. And then all of a sudden, the match went the way we we expected to go in the yeah. first place, where seven zero Dark Side takes on Mind uh, beats Mind Freak on Oregon. Uh, yeah, it's and like the stats was, are not pretty. It was like Dark Side came in with a completely different mindset yep. in the first one and just stomped on them. Um, one of those things where they might have taken it a bit easy and then all of a sudden went, oh, hold on, we better yeah. better pick <laughs> it up. Oh, we better, better show them what's up. <laughs> <laughs> yep. it, uh, yeah, I was expecting yeah the second game to be uh, not a complete walloping, but um, I, I did expect Darksider to come out on top, but Mind Freak hold their own, but no. Yep. It, there's nothing that Mind Freak could have done on Oregon that could have got them. Well, just looking at this, it'd anyway. be style... 13 kills to one death. Um, yeah. Gee, that, that's an impressive match, to be honest. So, it is. It so is. Look, that, that, that's the way we expected that game to go going into it, but Mind Freak's got the point out of it, which will help them hopefully down the track, but not quite at the moment helping them. So uh, the big one, which we were very much excited to see because these are two teams that really do need to avoid stuff and really put some get some points on the board, was Avant and Low Key. They mm-hmm. came out and put a good game in so josh what happened in that one seven four seven four yeah so unfortunately loki just couldn't keep up with uh event uh it was there's a few rounds there it was basically the lunar show um specifically <laughs> uh map number two she just went absolutely ape shit and 
Wow, ruined, looking at that clubhouse now. 16, yeah. 16 kills for seven losses. Uh, seven deaths. Yeah. Wow. Yep. Um, yeah, so unfortunately, yeah, low key just couldn't couldn't quite bring it to them. Uh they did put up a pretty decent fight, but yeah. Uh there was something lacking there in their play that yeah. night. Um perhaps they were just thinking of the uh games on the weekend, maybe. Yes, yeah, the knows? summer series coming up, which has some very interesting results, and I can't it wait does. to talk about it. It does, um, um, but yeah, it, Luna, well done on a on a very good match. So that was mm-hmm. Avant taking it seven four over Loki in Villa, and then Clubhouse. Indeed, now, yeah. this table, <laughs> I did not expect this table to look like this going into the mid season break. But we have August on top, like I said, match one match extra uh, on 17 points uh, for and against almost with Fnatic there on plus 17. Fnatic sitting second, 16 points mm. with one one match behind. Oddity's holding on to that third place with the four wins, two draws and two losses of 14 points. So look, they're not that far behind August, to be honest, three points. No. They, they can get that back, but they do have a hard match coming up next. So they don't want to fall too far behind uh, with Darksided being on the same amount of points that they are. Yeah, and they're four and against yeah. is better, so they should actually be above them on the table. That's weird how that works. So they're actually Oddity's probably in fourth right now. Um, event yeah. is coming. It all it all goes on points, not fours and against, really. Okay. Yeah, well, they're both on fourteen, so we'll see. But Avant Gaming is on ten, um, and then we now really have a three-way race, I guess, for for the bottom two spots, which is low key a gentleman in underwear who are a match behind, only playing the six maps so far. Hmm. Um, obviously should have been playing Fnatic this week if they weren't in boot camp. And then Mind Freak in a world of hurt, sitting in three points after eight matches without a win uh, and minus 20 in the differential between four and against. So as we said, that's how it's going to look going into the mid-season break. Um, you, anything jump out of there, Josh, quickly uh, before we move on to the cool summer series? Not not really. Um, just that, yeah, Oddity's going to have a tough one on their the return to uh, season mm-hmm. nine. Uh, but hopefully they they uh, get at least a draw in there so that they're not not pulling too far behind. Um, yeah. And then obviously, yeah, pick up some more wins further on down the line. Yeah. But, uh, Especially after the start they had, like yeah. they looked solid, um, being some good sides. Fnatic will be tired after their. Maybe. Uh, I'm matches. just excited to see what Fnatic can do, to be honest. But yeah, same. Yeah. Should be good, yeah. Yeah. Then we had about ten hours of Rainbow Six Siege happening on Saturday, Sunday. Mm-hmm. Um with the summer series going through the quarterfinals to find our semi finalists. Uh so August V T B D on on the first match on the Saturday. Now I unfortunately missed this, but August looks like they were just in form at still and brought that match from Friday mm-hmm. Wednesday into Saturday, winning 7-2-7-2 in Coastline and Consulate. Did you catch up on much of that, Butters? Yeah, I watched, uh, watched the August TBD and the LFO OTG um, games Which we'll talk Saturday. about that because there's a lot of stuff to talk about in that yes, one. Yes, yes. Uh, and yeah, August were just unstoppable. Uh, once again, showing that uh, they are a very well-rounded team uh, and yep. there's a reason why... They were always top three in ANZ. Um, That's it. Well, they were yeah. last year's top um, top seed one, uh, coming out of season eight, so they are yeah. one of the best teams. 
even though they've had their Atletico lose and they've they've lost the player. But that's yeah, that uh, as yeah. expected. I think that match went. They to be honest. pretty much. Um, it was good to see TBD putting in a fight, but yeah, just they just didn't have enough enough in them to to stop Orgus at the time. That's it. Sort of an uphill this... battle anyway. Yeah, it was was just good for TBD to get to the quarters. um, Yeah, it was always going to be a hard ask. But the next match, wow. Um, We we said it was going to be one of the picks, and I don't think it was quite the the one that we, the the match of the weekend. I think that one's coming up next, but it was definitely one that you didn't want to miss, and I did unfortunately miss it because I was at a Bucks weekend. (laughs) So, yeah. Uh, LFO, I picked LFO to win this in three, and you picked OTG to win this in three. Unfortunately, it only went to two, but it was eight, seven, eight, seven, as close as you can get yeah. tiebreak overtime. Yeah, LFO so. put up a massive fight for this one. Now, uh, explain to us what happened here in the first map. Um, honestly, I don't really know. I was watching. I'm like, I just don't understand what's happening here. Uh, there was just a lot of just weird plays from both teams, but they seem to work. Yep. And a lot That's of always fun, yeah. Um, but yeah, watching it, it was just crazy. Like, you'd sort of go, Oh, yeah, that's just your, your typical wind up, whatever. I'll just have a look on my other computer for something. And then one of the uh, one of the boys starts getting really excited. You look across and all the action's done. You're like, Oh, better wind <laughs> that back and see what actually happened. Uh, but yeah, there was just amazing plays from both teams. Uh, it's just insane. It's, now, it's probably the best plays I've ever seen on an Oregon map. Yeah, sweet. To be honest. Which was the which was the match this weekend that had a player drop out? Uh, that was uh, yeah the LFO OTG. Um, so that so was, what happened? They had a rehost, and then from that yeah, so one, one uh, of the guys Starlo in map one uh, dropped out at the beginning at some point. Uh, so they called a rehost to get him back in, uh, yep. and then when it was uh, I think it was was it five six. all or six all. Uh, yeah. Starlo dropped out again, so LFO had to try and hold them off with only four players <laughs> at that point because they couldn't do another rehearsed and had to wait till what, the second map. What a vital part of the game for that to happen too. Surprisingly That's so though, yeah. Surprisingly though, LFO managed to pull one more win. Yeah. In that, uh, in that four v five scenario, which is just again one of the things where it's like, wow, it, something that you don't expect to see, especially at no. uh, pro league levels. It's like they should be reasonably evenly matched that if you've got the advantage, you're going to oh, win. Yeah. Which, That's a whole heap of health, health yeah. bonus you've got straight up. Exactly. Extra and eyes, everything. To be honest, OTG did pull out on top, probably with the assistance of it being a 4v5, but having yeah. LFO pick up one extra point there, or one yeah. extra round, it just shows that they have the ability to be a formidable force. Yeah. So then it didn't really matter anyway because they went into yeah. coastline and they went into coastline and, and, and they, won that eight seven yeah, again. They, they did well, but it just yeah, it wasn't wasn't enough and OTG just outclassed them. Yeah. There there weren't any uh any major issues that I saw during that that second map, so Starlo obviously got his net sorted out <laughs> and <laughs> I think he's using Doxnet. That was the problem. Yeah, probably. There you go. <laughs> now, I think we also predicted maybe this one would have been the match of the weekend, and it probably turned out to be that uh, Extricity versus Mind Freak. Um, 
I got to watch the first map of this and God, Extricity looked really good. Yeah. Um, they came out and just were on top of Mind Freak the whole way through that first map, 7-5. Um, unfortunately, I haven't been able to catch up on the rest of it because of life today, but they did go on to lose the next two, four, seven, six, eight in a massive marathon of a game. So mm-hmm. shout out to both teams for putting on such a spectacle. And unfortunately, that's the end of their um, summer series campaign, uh, which yes. has been looking really good for the 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 go for winners from December. So these guys, I think you'll see them um, in the in the big time fairly soon. The way they're they're putting yeah. up an effort at the moment. Definitely. So, um, did you catch up on any of this either of you two guys? Uh, I no, sort of sped through. Yeah, I, I sort of sped through map one because uh, I knew that you'd uh, watched it. I yep. did see that uh, that double claymore. Oh wow! Double claymore <laughs> was amazing. Uh, it was a yeah. little bit, a little bit cheeky, but yeah, it, yeah, it just worked. a little bit. Um, and I did watch uh, all of map two, uh, and I yep. didn't didn't get to see Clubhouse unfortunately. Uh, so I, I got to see them on consulate, and my god, uh, I thought Extricity were going to take it at the start because they came in yep. with the early. Uh, I think it was three three rounds in quick succession oh, wow. and yep. i was like oh looks like extricity's got this one and then mind freak's like no nah, we got this so this do you ours. think extricity fell away or do you think mind freak just picked up the game i think mind, mind freak picked up the game they realized okay. we can't go down here uh that's we're, we're having a shocking run at the moment in pro league uh we need to we need to get into that qualifying spot yeah um and yeah, they they pulled something out, and yeah, obviously, Extricity gave them a run again in Clubhouse, but it just wasn't enough. Okay, so just recapping that, that was Mind Freak winning five seven seven four eight six in a massive marathon three map match. Now, the last game, I sort of half figured this was going to happen. This is the other team that I said that's really in form at the moment in the in the Pro League, uh, Dark Sided. Um, Having that uh, brain fade in the in the first match in Pro League, but mm. then obviously flexing their muscles in the second. But they they seem to be really informed and low key. Look, they're really good and they're having a great season so far. But they're just not on this level at the moment, unfortunately. When these no. guys want to want to play, mm. so they lost seven one seven five in a what's been a very good campaign for them. Um, and it's just it is unfortunate they ran into a dark sided team that was just too strong. Unfortunately, yeah. so. Uh, it seems that yeah, perhaps Darksider had their mind on the summer series just a little bit too much, but uh, mm-hmm. managed to pull themselves up during actual pro league play uh, to to focus on that a bit more. But yeah, they're they're still coming strong. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see uh, Darksider come up against Mind Freak. Yeah, definitely. So, so this is next Saturday's matches. Uh, sorry, next weekend's matches. So we have Augers first off the grid or OTG uh, in the first match, the first semi-final, and then we've got Mind Freak versus Sark Sided. Now, quick around the grounds, Josh, predictions for those two? Um, I think the Mind Freak Dark Sided game is going to basically be a replay of what we saw uh, this Dark week. Dark Sided low key, yeah. No, it was, it was Dark Sided Mind Freak as well. Oh yes, sorry, the pro league game. Yes, sorry. Yeah, sorry. I, that, that's just what I think is going to happen. Uh, perhaps yep. Mind Freak will pick up my game a bit more coming in, obviously with a win. Um, yep. Otherwise, they wouldn't be there. Um, 
And I reckon Orgulus will out OTG. Yeah. It really does look like an Orgulus dark-sided grand final. But the only thing I can say is all four of these teams are now qualified for the Oceanic Cup, mm-hmm. which is a big mm-hmm. milestone in this tournament, which means sort of off the grid's got nothing to lose. Uh, and Mind Freak, well, they've yeah. got nothing to lose, but they need to get some form happening anyway. They but do. off the grid in particular, if they want to come out and play like Fnatic did over in the... Um, in Rio in the finals there where they just just have fun because if they lose they're still in the Oceanic Cup if they win they're into the finals and, and a shot at the at the That's prize it. money so um, you never know that could could happen um, but yeah it definitely looks like the two form teams at the moment Orglis and Darkside are going to be meeting in the final the following mm. weekend so, any any ideas other than that Doc or that's pretty no much I would agree I think I think Darkside is probably going to take it and Orglis as well uh, I agree we're probably going to see a repeat of, of the Pro League the only thing is I would like to see Mind Freak not do that I'd like to see them come in and, and sort of be more prepared for it but yeah we'll see my money's still mm. on Darksided here yep sweet yeah, so well, the the one bonus that Mind Freak has is that uh, Darksided's got a lot of games out there that they're able to bone up yeah. on Whereas mm. yeah, Orgolos have only got uh, what what they've <laughs> seen matches. in the, the, the summer yeah. series. So mm-hmm. that that is a big big plus for them, and um, yeah, it'll be interesting to see. Mm. That's the one I'm looking forward to the most is that first game, Orgolos v off the grid. Oh yeah, and so. seeing as how many of those uh, challenger league or non pro league teams have come in and gone, hey pro league team, yeah, we're not, sit down we're not far now. behind you. Yeah, yeah. so. It'll be interesting to see. It's definitely something that I've noticed uh, occurring a lot with the commentators. Is anytime they're talking about these non-pro league teams, they just they're astounded, but or surprised, but not so surprised yeah. that they're doing so well because uh, it's they're not pro league, but that's also their advantage. Is there's right. not yeah. much out there for them to. I th- I think it's out. the beauty of the A and Z league at the moment is mm. you've got those top four sides. You've got then a very close sort of next eight. Eight to eight to ten sides, yeah. Um, maybe even more than that. So um, it's really good to see. So the all this, like we said, is we've mentioned it a few times. We finally got the um, the all the news on what's actually happening with the Oceanic Cup this afternoon uh, before we went live, which is really good to see. So we've got eight teams will be competing as well, as we already knew. Uh, four of them are the four final uh, semi finalists from this summer series we've just been talking about. The fifth qualifier is actually the winner of the six Masters. That was another way to qualify that I didn't mm-hmm. realize. Uh, so that's Fnatic is in there. Um, we've got two spots. We talked about it on the Tom Clancy podcast a couple of weeks ago that uh, two spots are coming from these New Zealand qualifiers in, that they're doing um, over over there. Yep. And then there's a they're doing a last chance qualifier with the teams that didn't qualify in the from the summer series, they all have to play out for the final spot. Uh, so all that is happening on February the 23rd is the New Zealand qualifier. Yep, and so February 24th. Let's yeah. yeah, let's play live HQ. So uh, then the 24th, uh, ESL Australia will be having the last chance qualifier, the bottom 12 summit series team. So that means mm. there's still a chance for Extricity and, and Oddity and... Um, all these other teams that have, have fallen out along the way, uh, LFO and things like that. So there's one spot up the grabs. I'm extremely excited to watch that match or that series. So yeah, it'll uh, can't wait for that. It'll. I wonder uh, if, how they're going to play it, what the rules are going to be for it. I assume it'd be one map. 
um, potentially, brackets, maybe? Yeah, potentially, yeah. Because um, they've got to get through that basically in a day, from my understanding. So yeah, it, uh, it'll be interesting to see if uh, perhaps one of those twelve will be paired up with the person that put them out or the team that put them out yeah, at the beginning. That would be good so. To see. Mm-hmm. So look from memory, the Oce- the Oceanic Cup is then an actual LAN event in Sydney. So uh, look, even for off the grid, this is extremely big um, experience yeah. that they just couldn't have got anywhere else. So well done to Rainbow Six A and Z for putting this on, and and the Summer Series has been the highlight so far. Like Pro League's been great, but Summer Series has been amazing. Seeing all these yeah. other teams coming up through the ranks, so. indeed, and hopefully off the grid uh, keep their head about them. Yeah, and, uh, let's go for them. Let's do don't, it. Don't, uh, yeah, fall by the wayside because they're just too excited to be at a LAN event. That's it. So that's the ANZ sort of news. Like I said, we're not going to preview because the next match isn't for another well, over a month now. So mm-hmm. we are on mid-season break, getting the invitation already and a few other tournaments in the meantime. So we're going to now move to the overseas stuff, which is where you're going to hear more from Doc. Um Let's start, Doc. I've just got the run sheet here with Japan. Yeah. Part of the J- APAC. Yep. Uh, you so, know, Japan sort of is looking a lot like you would expect with Nora Rango, as usual, just doing pretty well. Ties have sort of been the name of the game for the last few games. There's probably been about four games coming out of uh, the Japanese league in the last few days. And with the exception of, of Nora Rango just absolutely uh, obliterating uh, Risk Ninjas, you know, it's been a lot of it's been a lot of ties. There's Sengoku and Cyclops had a couple of good games. Um, Fav's done pretty well, but also had some some recent ties as well. With um, yeah, well, that's seven one and six all against yeah. stars. Yeah, um, yeah. That Sengoku Cyclops one. Did you get to watch that? Because that would have been fascinating. Six all, six all. Yeah, I watched a bit of that. Um, there's, you know, these are both teams that are not really. They're not Norango in the sense that Norango sort of jumps in and and does a lot of damage really quick and has I think some pretty good communication. I, I'd love to hear what I don't speak Japanese, so it wouldn't do me any good. But I'd love to hear what these two teams are saying to each other during these games because they've had a lot of sort of this kind of exchange, um, even sort of on a player to player basis. Things have been pretty well matched and and and. You know, it's really been a tie all the way across the roster for the most part, with maybe one or two people making the difference. So. Yeah, yeah it's, it's been interesting. So just quickly looking at that table, like it's very different to the ANZ table. It's sort of similar yeah. where, where we have five and then we have three. These guys have five and three, but the difference between those five and those three, those bottom three, is light and day at the moment. So you've got yeah. Noringo and Sengoku on top with 22 and 20, but third last is sitting on two and then Rev in second last is one and Risk Ninjas have just not got a point yet. So yeah, oh and eight. Um, yeah, it's hard, and even those for and against are a lot. Like the ANZ comp, oh, yeah, the ANZ comp is just seems to be a lot closer. Anyone can sort of take on the day, but yeah, Nora's obviously preparing for bigger stuff in the next couple of weeks. Um, so yeah, they they'd want to be in form up against Risk, but yeah, it's um going the way that we expected. Yeah, now yep, South <laughs> Korea with the four teams. Um, did you get to watch these two games? Um, not, not as much, but I've sort of been following it more generally. South Korea is just a much smaller league, right? It's, it's what, 20 million people, uh, maybe as the total population, but siege is just not as big of a thing there as it is in ANZ or, or even Japan for that matter. So, you know, with, with only two games really, 
Uh, there's not a lot that can be said. Mantis is doing well. Mantis yeah. always does fairly well. So, and then the other two teams tied. So, yeah, um, M- Mantis also getting ready for the invitation as well. You'd expect that right. to be be going pretty good. Um, so, yeah, going as expected. So, mm. Southeast Asia. I know this is the one you've been following the most. Yeah, so Southeast Asia. What's been happening? Um, Southeast Asia has been. Yeah, there's been a ton of. There are a few teams that just cannot catch a break. Uh, so yes, tag until just this past day, what play day eight, they hadn't won a single match. Uh, they beat out generic void seven, five. Um, but that was really the first really scoring they had in, in games. This is a team out of Hong Kong and it's the only team out of Hong Kong. So we have, uh, one Taiwanese team, one Hong Kong team. We don't have any. Chinese teams that are active in it. The majority of them, with the exception of um, Xavier, which is from out of Thailand, is pretty much Indonesia, uh, Malaysia, Singapore, right? The same sort of cluster there in mainland Southeast Asia. Um, And yeah, they just, they cannot catch a break. Team Dad, uh, who's the Taiwanese team, they've also had some real struggles going into this. They just got obliterated by Arrow Wolf, uh, who you would recognize as a team that generally does pretty well as well. So yep. yeah, between Arrowwolf and Xavier, I think they've pretty much wrapped it up. Um, Script has a chance to yep. come back, but Script has also had a number of issues with, um, they had a match that was rehosted a couple of weeks ago, I guess a week ago against Ferox and the rehost just never took. And so they ended up, I, I don't think they even managed to finish that match. And so they only played one out of the two games that they usually play. In Southeast wow. Asia, it's almost always two matches back to back between yeah. the same team. So yeah. yeah, I don't know. It's, it's, it's been a, it's been a weird season in Southeast Asia as well. And I, I do feel bad for these few teams that just cannot catch a break because, you know, they're decent teams, but I think they're just not playing at the same level as Arrow Wolf and Xavier. So yeah. Yeah. Well, having seen Xavier and Arrowwolf play, they are amazing teams. Uh, and yeah. for anyone to actually stand up to them to any degree, um, mm. like Dad got uh, three rounds in there and Ferox got four against Xavier. So even that is just amazing to see. Yeah. Yeah. In itself. Because these are APAC uh, finalists from last year, both of those. Yeah. Xavier was, wasn't they? Yeah. Yep. So. These are the, the yeah, the, the teams to beat. Script seems like they've got a chance. Like they're only the one draw behind um, the other two teams. So mm. uh, it'll be interesting to see how that shapes out. But yeah, as you yeah. said, Xavier and Arrow will pretty much look like they're going through at this stage, but if Script can pull it off. Well, and Script's, so, Script's uh, draw was against Dad 1, which was actually pretty good on their oh, part. Really? Yeah, so yeah. Dad, Dad 1, that match was something like 7-2. Uh, or sorry, six two, and then Dad got all the way up to six near the end. It was actually a pretty pretty good match, but um, yeah, and sort of their strongest as well. But yeah, I mean, I, I think they have a chance, but they're going to have to work quite a bit harder to catch up to Arrowwolf. I think, even though they're only a few points behind. Yep, that's okay. Nice. So we leave uh, APAC, the rest of APAC, and we head over over to North America or to the, to the Americas, actually. So. Um, this is where you're based at the moment. Are you actually catching the game, so? Not as many. I've actually watched a ton of Latin America recently, um, okay. which has sort of caught my interest more than, than North America. So I've this caught is, highlights. This is interesting because when I wake up, because we've got a little uh, bot that tells us the results as we go um, in in our Discord. that, And it's interesting because I get to see these results in the morning. I don't get to watch the games. And most of them sort of going as expected, I guess, like, 
Uh, we had Dark Zero Rogue, Wreck, and SSG um, all take out wins. Um, and then pretty much with Evil Genius as well jumping in there. That's in, in, the, in the second day of matches. That's pretty much as expected. Yeah. Um, Evil Genius leads, even though they had a loss on the weekend or during the week. So, yeah, the one um, thing that surprised me about those was that uh, our Team Reciprocity did come up over uh, EG. Yeah, that's that's interesting so going that's into the invitationals. To, to be yeah, honest, that's one that I'm going to so, have to go yeah. back and have a watch, uh, which I didn't didn't actually click until uh, just mm. before we start. I'm like, damn, I probably should have actually sat down and uh, watched that one on the thing because EG uh, they are hella good. Yeah, like, yeah, they're one of the top teams in the world, and to see them get taken out by a third on the ladder in there their local tourneys, it's like, oh, wonder what happened. But yeah. like we said, they they are heading to the Invitationals. Re- yeah. re- I can't say, you know, who I'm talking Reciprocity. about. Reciprocity. Reciprocity, yes. So, um, yeah, I, look, I just can't wait to see every, all these scenes in the in the Invitational. Mm. But look, Evil Genius is top of the table, Dark Zero second, Reciprocity, Reciprocity in third, and then sort of Rogue is out of the top two hunt, to be honest, uh, yeah. and, and everyone else under that as well. So. Like I said, mid-season break. It'll be good to see what happens when they come back. But at this stage, mm. going as expected as well, I guess. Um, but then we go into Latin America. So this table looks a bit different to what it did when we talked about it last week. What happened, Doc? Well, um, yeah, you know, there's been a lot of ties again. So INTZ, which has actually not been so good overall, has picked up a little bit um, with a tie and a win against Red Devils. Um, and... Yeah, you know, Liquid's done really well solidly as well, uh, beating Ninjas in Pajamas. Um, yeah, I don't know. I sort of expected uh, Black Dragons to be doing better at this point as well, based on what they were doing early on. But generally, it's yeah. been, uh, yeah, it's, you know, Latin America's been kind of a mess as well. There's been a lot of back and forths and... Um, See if I can bring my notes up real quick. I thought I had those open, but I would have expected there to be a little more consistency across the board. So yeah, like just mm. quickly look at the table while you're doing those notes. Like 15 points on first and four points for last. The spread is pretty good outside of those those bottom two. Like you got 15 to eight. It seems like a fairly very close comp. The top three are, are separated by a point. Ninjas yeah. in pajamas were in on top when we were talking about them last week, and yeah, the one loss, and all of a sudden they're they're out of the top two. So yeah. Mm. It's, it's a very good league at the moment the one thing that sort of struck me was that Immortals, I mean they've been doing well but they've had a few really sloppy rounds especially against Black Dragons that was the one I was thinking of uh, they had a match, yeah. this was last week now where Black Dragons started out looking like they could take it uh, and I don't think it was because Black Dragons was playing particularly well I think it was just because Immortals were pretty sloppy going in uh, and I think that's yeah. reflected by the what three draws that they've had now 430 yeah. is not really where you want to be at the top of the leaderboard. No, I was just looking at undefeated, but yes, not not looking solid in that undefeated yeah. rank. So, um, yeah, interesting. Like I said, a lot a lot of um, a lot of good teams coming up through there. So hopefully they can, yeah, we'll see how they go. Because like I said, a couple of them going through the invitationals are ninjas in pajamas and immortals or team liquid. I can't remember which one, butters. The invitational. I'll quickly go through. Oh, I thought it was liquid. Oh, that's but... Faz, Immortals, Team Liquid, and that's it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, Ninjas. So there's four of them going through. So, 
Um, yeah, so that that brings us to the end of Latin America. So we've only got the one to go, which is EU, which I'm baffled every time I look at this table. <laughs> I just don't know what's going on. Um, G2 had another draw. This is a team that's yeah. probably going to win the Invitational if you go by the, the form going in. They're going to win every single tournament they walk into. They're now sitting fifth on the table, 10 points behind first on the table, um, four points behind even making it to the to the next stage of the finals. Um, it's, uh, what, what's going on? I'm just going to say perhaps G2's mind's elsewhere. Like, yeah. Maybe after... After the Invitational, they'll come back strong. Uh, they won't hit top of the leader board, but maybe yeah. they'll get into that uh, that top four, um, perhaps even top three that they need to be in. That's it. Now, I don't think EU's in any of our time zones, so unfortunately we don't cover no. it too much at all. But look, currently Team Le- Team Empire sorry, is on top with Lee Stream second and Penta in third. Uh Team Empire's way out in front, though. Like I said, yeah. with the nineteen points, uh, they've they've guaranteed the spot with a six and one record at the moment. Um, but it is sort of close. Like between second and sixth, like I said, there's four points there. Um, Mocket and Team Secret are pretty much going to fight out that bottom part, which is interesting considering Mocket is actually in the Invitational as well. Yeah. So. And beat G two the other week. Is that what we were talking about, or, or drew with them, or something? But I th- they've got them I in their so. pool anyway. But I, yeah. I won't <laughs> speculate anymore um, because I don't know what I'm talking about. But um, <laughs> let's move into basically. Let's start wrapping this up because from this stage we have got uh, three big tournaments to cover over the next couple of weeks. So we've got no pro league to cover, but we do have the rest of the summer series to come. We also have Oceanic Qualifier, Oceanic Cup qualifiers and the Oceanic Cup, but the Invitational starts on the 11th, finishes on the 17th. So we'll be doing a bit of preview episode for episode three next week while we also cover the, the semis of the summer series. So a bit of a shorter show next week, um, but we will be going through those pools and just trying to work out what we think and sort of doing a bit of a prediction of where we think the, the pools will be going. So... Very much looking forward to that and then watching a lot of Rainbow Six next week yeah. uh, and then bringing all that content to you. So where can we find you, Doc, if anyone out there does want to follow you out on the web? Uh, pretty much everywhere. I'm Doc Huron or Docheron, as some of you uh, lovingly pronounce <laughs> Badly it. pronounced. D- D-O-C-H-U-R-O-N. Uh, Twitter, Twitch, pretty much everything should be that. So Sweet. And uh, Butters, where can the people find you, mate? Uh, you can find me at Mr. Buttersocks on Twitter or MrButtersocks.usm on Uplay. Sweet. You can find me at Wilco's Chill Zone on all the places. Uh, you can also find us at ultrasupermega.com.au, which is where we call home. Uh, we've also got a Discord link you can get to through that, or you can also get it through lockedonlads.com slash Discord. We'll get you into our home that and we also have some other stuff coming up soon we'll sure talk about that uh in relation to the division on thursday for the tom clancy podcast but keep an ear out for that uh but until next episode keep it locked on here and we'll catch you very very soon bye for now bye time to pack it up my work is done